from BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast, is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. There's a lot happening these days. But I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters, without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. Covering every angle of Sunday's slate of football, this is the Pro Football Blitz on v the sports betting network. Welcome in. It is the Pro Football Blitz, hour number two. Brady Cannon and Mike Pritchard with you live from the South Point Hotel, Casino, and Spa in fabulous Las Vegas, Nevada. Want to do a pro tip for the hour. Of course, we do one every hour across all VEASAN shows. You can become a VEASAN Pro subscriber and get all the pro tips at VEASAN.com slash tips. We were discussing in the last hour the Bears and the Jets game. And I know this has probably been a pro tip before. You don't have to bet every game. But I think this one is a little bit unique where you have some variance in the contest line versus the actual line. You have speculation on who's going to play quarterback for the Bears. You have a replacement at quarterback for the New York Jets. There's just a lot of factors going on here. Is it wise to play the Jets in the contest where you're getting line value? Is it wise to play the Chicago Bears and go contrarian? There's just a lot of things going on, and sometimes, like we say, it is best to just not bet a game. You don't have to bet every game on the card every week. So that is your pro tip for the hour. We'll see if we can squeeze another one in before we move on to the football contest show. Uh, Before we jump back into the games, Mike, Mm -hmm. uh, I want to ask you about a betting market that allows you to choose the exact Super Bowl matchup. And I found this at BetMGM. It may be uh, available out there at other shops as well. The Bills versus the 49ers at 8-1 to or 9-1 to is currently the favorite. And then the matchup of the Eagles and the Bills and also the Chiefs and the 49ers, they are both at 10-1. to And then you have others like the Ravens and the Buccaneers at 60-1 to and, and on and down, down the line. I, I thought it was a very cool offering. 
And I what what I wondered what might be a couple of bets that you would make in this market. Uh, what would your Super Bowl matchup <laughs> be today here in Week Twelve as we fit as we sit. 78 days away from the big contest in February. Yeah, I know which team's going to get hot too, right? Uh, we, we know that the league is such a copycat league, Brady, and uh, so many things are so interesting that's making this league wide open uh, this year, to be honest with you. Uh, and I don't know who's going to get hot and at what point. I mean, Odell Beckham Jr. going to the Cowboys, is that going to make the Cowboys? Uh, and their odds would change, I would imagine. Right? I think it would, Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. So, uh, waiting on that, the Buffalo Bills seemingly had home field advantage, and now okay, here comes Kansas City, and we know uh, that's their mantra. Uh, Kansas City kind of uh, lives by that each and every year that the AFC Championship game goes through Arrowhead. Um, are they going to get hot? Are they the most complete team? And then you got the 49ers. A lot of people intrigued uh, with them too. Um, the Bills, they they are the favorite still to me. I think on this exacta bet, anywhere you can find the Bills. Uh, if you like the nine to one with the 49ers, it's interesting. But anywhere you can find the Bills, I'm not sold on the Eagles yet. Okay. Um, but you know, Bills, Cowboys, intriguing. Well, you've got the Cowboys. The Bills, Cowboys is 12 to one, mm-hmm. and the Chiefs, Cowboys is 12 to right, one. Right, right, and that's those. Both of those are intriguing. Um, I, I think it tells you a lot about the market too, about that home field advantage. Like if the Buffalo Bills get the home field advantage. What AFC, what AFC team is going to go up there and beat them up there too, right? I mean, uh, I think a lot of this exacta, for me, would be dependent upon the Bills uh, and, and certainly their ability to get hot. But could they host the AFC championship game, though? Well, I'll tell you what. Uh, before the season started, I actually made a bet in this market. Okay. And uh, it looks like a pretty good bet right now. We'll see if it actually comes through. But uh, – Basically, I, it was a better number to go this route and mm-hmm. bet into this market than just betting each team to win the conference championship. Okay. I got the Ravens against the 49ers at 80 to 1. Mm. And it's now 25 to 1. And mm. I still like my chances. I think both of those teams have a great shot to end up uh, in the Super Bowl again in mid February. So we'll see if that one comes to fruition. Again, at 80 to 1, it is now 25 to 1. The one bet that I might take a look at now, Mike, if I was going to get re-involved here, if you will, I thought the number was pretty juicy on the Titans versus the Buccaneers Okay, at 125 to 1. Now, the Buccaneers, you got to figure they're going to win their division. Right. You know the Titans are going to win that division. Mm-hmm. Uh, that kind of gives them a, a leg up right out of the gate. And at 125 to one, who who knows, right? Yeah, I mean, it's a pretty good number. <laughs> they're seven and three too. Talking about the Tennessee Titans, and I I, I like you. I think Tampa Bay could get hot here um, now that we're approaching December, uh, because that's why Tom Brady is in Tampa. Mm-hmm. Hey, the the year that they won the Super Bowl, they were struggling, right? Right around 500, and then they got That's hot. right. That's right. They, they were got hot. So, Should have lost a couple of playoff games, too. Absolutely. But found a way. They did find a way. Now, Gronk's not out there to save the day, yeah. though. Uh, so they're going to have to do it from within. But the Cowboys are highly intriguing if Odell Beckham Jr. does go there or if he goes to Buffalo. I mean, you just don't know, right? Um, but I don't think I, – I don't get the feeling that he's going to go to San Francisco. Yeah. yeah. I think Dallas. I, and who Dallas, knows? I mean, the other thing is – he might not even be available until the playoffs start. Well, he's got to pass the physical and all that stuff, And then right? get into yeah, game shape. And then shape get into game and... shape, yeah. So, uh, it, yeah, I mean, he he tore that thing like earlier this year, too. So In the Super Bowl. Um, yeah, in the Super Bowl. So, uh, some people say he did it before the Super Bowl, which I don't, I don't know about that report. Um, but either way, you know, the Cowboys are intriguing, though. 
uh, before the season started, I had Buffalo and the 49ers. That was my Super Bowl exacta. Yeah. And that's 9-1 right now. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's the favorite. Mm-hmm. Yep. Well, you picked a good one before the year started. <laughs> I wonder what the number was on that before the year started. I don't know. Probably, I, yeah. I mean, maybe 30 to 1, you know, because okay. that, that was a, I imagine, a, I, I don't know. That's hard to say. It might have been 40 or 50 to 1. Right. The Bills certainly being in right. there, they were, they've been a favorite since day one. Sure, sure. Um, but uh, the Niners and the Ravens, that's who I'm rooting for. Cash mm-hmm. that 80 to 1 ticket. Uh, let's move on. We continue now with the afternoon portion of games, and we head to the Pacific Northwest, the Raiders at the Seahawks. Seattle, they had their four-game winning streak snapped two weeks ago in London, falling to the Buccaneers, and it was really the first decent team that this Seattle team has played in quite a while. Las Vegas, they got just their third win of the season with a victory over the Broncos in overtime 22-16. to Mike, a former team ver- uh, for you versus mm-hmm. our local team here. Seattle, they are at 6-4 and four off of a loss and a bye week. Raiders at 3-7, and seven, trying to finish strong. And the Seahawks favored at home here by 4, 47.5 is your total. Yeah, tough place to play. And, you know, I'll tell you something that's kind of revealing about the Raiders right now. Devontae Adams got fined for abusive language to the official in that Denver game. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, you know, as a player that's been fined before by the <laughs> National Football League, okay, you kind of brush it off, but we, we this is out of character for Devontae Adams, right? Uh, and I know there's he a— He was really fired up about getting that win. There's a level— and he might have lost right, it for a minute. There's a level of frustration in that building, though. Uh, um, I would agree with that. Yeah. And, and, and they kind of exercised some of that, I believe, in that win. They did. They did, but it was against a team that the Raiders have dominated. Mm-hmm. And, and Brady, when you— stand across the field from a team that you can dominate, you feel great about your chances. You're going to win that game. There's no way we're losing this game. Like, your confidence is through the roof. Now this is different because this is a different animal going to, on the road uh, to Seattle. Uh, and I, I know Devontae Adams is everything uh, to the Raiders in that offense right now. Josh Jacobs is as well. The offensive line kind of banged up, but they've been tinkering with it all year long. It's been inconsistent, Right. Uh, but I, I think the Raiders, if they find a way to feature Devontae Adams, they have a legitimate chance uh, of winning this football game, winning this football game, not just getting inside that number. I think Seattle, we know what their recipe is. They want to run the football and be physical, but I think defensively uh, they are vanilla. They are really vanilla. And uh, McDaniels has shown re- of, as of late that he knows what his players can do especially Devontae Adams. I mean, I think there's been an emphasis trying to get him the ball and feature him uh, in this offense along with Derek Carr. So uh, I like the points, believe it or not, with the Raiders. I think Seattle will be physical. They'll play well, uh, tough environment. But the four points, uh, nice situation catching those points with, with the Raiders right now. The Raiders and the Seahawks have played the fewest number of games this season against teams that currently have a winning record. And I alluded to that, that the Buccaneers were really one of the first good teams that Seattle has played in a while. Uh, the Seahawks, I don't know if they are really as good as their 6-4 and four record would indicate. They have beaten the Denver Broncos, the Lions, the Cardinals twice, the Giants, and then they had a very good win on the road over the Chargers. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think they could possibly be in for a bit of a lull here in the second half of the season. Now, I also believe that the Raiders, 
are probably a little bit better than their three and seven record would indicate. Um, Seattle has been a huge surprise, and I give them a ton of credit. But here we have one team that has remarkably overachieved right. against a team that is grossly underachieved, and things tend to balance out mm-hmm. in the NFL. And, and I'm with you. I like the Raiders getting the four points here, uh, Mike. My numbers come to Seahawks minus eight, Seahawks minus five, and Seahawks minus three. And I think that's very understandable because those numbers are based on stats. Right. And statistically, the Raiders are, you know, Mm -hmm. god-awful. So it's not a surprise that Seattle has uh, come out uh, strong in my numbers. But again, I think the situation is something where the Raiders could be on a little bit of an upswing after being, you know, so down below average to start the year. And the Seahawks were so above average to begin the year. I I think it could balance here a little bit on Sunday in the Pacific Northwest. Right. I wouldn't be surprised, too, to see um, the Raiders come out in like a two-minute situation because Derek Carr and two-minute situation, he he flourishes. He's He's like eight and two in overtime in his career. Right, but he's got 32 game-winning drives. He's ranked 18th in the history of the National Football League. Crazy. It (laughs) it is. So if you're playing to your strengths – uh, and if you discovered that, why not put him in two-minute situations? Because he he executes uh, that way. Plus, it would put put uh, a lot of pressure on Seattle's defense. Uh, I think if the Raiders could incorporate that, so I wouldn't be surprised if we saw that. I saw the total. Uh, I, I have a game as a field goal game too. That's why I like the points. Uh, catching those uh, four points with the Raiders. You know, it was also interesting. We talked about this on the show uh, last week, how the Raiders had a situation last year where John Gruden was fired Mm -hmm. and there was just total disarray in the locker room and you wondered how they were going to be able to win another football game in the following week after all that distraction. They went on the road and they crushed the Denver Broncos. The next week, they came home and they hosted the Philadelphia Eagles, and you still wondered, okay, was that a flash in the pan? Mm-hmm. Are we going to come back to reality now? They beat the Eagles, too. Yeah, I was at that game. So are they going to make <laughs> it two in a row, you know, off a situation where they had hit rock bottom, Derek Carr's crying at the podium. Yeah. They go out, they beat the Broncos again. Are they going to make it two in a row again? I-, I could see history repeating itself here. We will see. Ought to be an interesting game. We take a look at the Chargers and the Cardinals next when we return right here on the Pro Football Blitz. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all. 
But I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because it ain't it? <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. This is the Pro Football Blitz on v the sports betting network. Welcome back. This segment of the Pro Football Blitz is presented by Zen Nicotine Pouches, the surprisingly simple way to enjoy nicotine. Look, most nicotine products are either too complicated to use or don't provide the satisfaction you're looking for, but Zen Nicotine Pouches might surprise you. Zen is made with six simple ingredients and is completely tobacco leaf free. Plus, it offers up to one hour of nicotine satisfaction per pouch. Buy Zen online or find a store near you at zen.com. That's Z-Y-N.com today. The Chargers at the Cardinals, again, part of the afternoon portion for your NFL Sunday in Week 12. And after 11 weeks of the season, the Los Angeles Chargers ranked 23rd of 32 teams when I did my number crunch this week. Arizona ranked dead last. And I wondered if those numbers were accurate. I looked at total DVOA. And they have Los Angeles ranking 22nd and the Cardinals 31st. So maybe my numbers weren't that far off. I I thought L.A. may have played its best game last Sunday night in a tough loss to the Chiefs. I think the Cardinals may have played their worst game of the season, getting pummeled by the 49ers in Mexico City. So, Michael, they meet today in Glendale, Arizona. The Chargers are a road favorite. They're laying three points with a total of 48. Yeah, I mean, the Chargers, I mean, my goodness. Like, where do I start with this team? I mean, Brandon <laughs> Staley, the defensive guru, Yeah. Uh, the last two years his team is ranked uh, at the bottom in terms of points allowed defensively. Think about Khalil Mack going there, too. Yeah. Um, uh, the draft choices that they've had. Uh, but Staley has found a way to mess it up more than help fix it. Uh, and that that is disturbing. I think the you mentioned underachieving teams. The Chargers are certainly uh, underachieving. They still have playoff hopes. I get it, uh, but they are they are underachieving big time uh, so far this year. Um, I think the Chargers have a reluctancy to to play physical. They're more of a finesse team. Saw that against Kansas City. Yeah, uh, and uh, that hurt them. Uh, Pacheco was running the ball, mm-hmm. right, for Kansas City. And Kansas City doesn't have a running game. Yeah, right? they did that night. Uh, she, absolutely. So uh, I, don't, I don't know if the Chargers can fix that either. I mean, I, that's a product of, of your nature and who you are. Uh, Cliff Kingsbury, though, they make up on offense, Brady. I, I've watched so much tape of, of the Cardinals, and I'm like, it doesn't make sense what they're doing. Uh, there's no concept. There's no rhyme or reason. There's no sequence to anything. And it, it's like – are they making this offense up? <laughs> Seriously, it feels like they're making this offense up in terms of calling plays and 
Uh, I, I just don't know how you execute that way. And uh, certainly we've seen the Cardinals kind of fall off this year. Uh, a lot of stuff internally going on. It started in training camp. It continues. Um, but believe it or not, I, I kind of like the points here here in the home dog situation. I kind of like the points with the Cardinals. Um, you know, good uh, situation for, for Kyler Murray coming back and Marquise Brown. And you got uh, DeAndre Hopkins, who was fined for taunting. Uh, but no, I, that that right there is the personnel that you would like to see around Kyler Murray. First time those two have been on the field together it, this year. Exactly, and then you have um, uh, Connor, who's running hard. You know he's healthy too. So uh, you're seeing the Cardinals. You're, you'll see the Cardinals at full strength uh, offensively. Arizona is one and four straight up at home this season, and three and two straight up on the road. I didn't count the neutral site in Mexico City, mm-hmm. Los Angeles. Three and two straight up, and a perfect five and zero against the spread on the road this year. Uh, Mike Williams is out for the Chargers, as is safety Nasir Adderley. Cardinals will have some holes across their offensive line. Couple players in the defensive secondary, and uh, Rondale Moore is out as well. You mentioned Hollywood Brown mm-hmm. expected to be back for this game. I, I don't like this Cardinals team, Mike. I don't like the atmosphere. It seems like it's a mess. I don't like Kingsbury. Um, but, uh, you know, their number. my numbers come to Chargers minus six, Chargers minus five and a half, and Chargers minus three. Uh, but I'm not going to play it because, you know, to the point you bring up, I actually do believe the situation favors the uh, Arizona Cardinals here a little bit. The Los Angeles Chargers are coming off of a, just a defeating, deflating loss, if mm-hmm. you will, uh, to the Kansas City Chiefs. And the Cardinals come off of a game on Monday night where they were just embarrassed. Right. Uh, so I think you could see uh, some regression for the Chargers and possibly a bounce back for the Cardinals here. But I'm going to stay a long ways away from this game. Uh, and I think we've seen money come in on the underdog mm-hmm. because of that possible bounce back for Arizona and, and maybe a slip for the Chargers here. But uh, the Chargers have been, you know, when you just look at how the Chargers do on the road versus how Arizona does at home, it's a total mismatch. Right. It really is. I mean, a teaser leg uh, situation, too, attractive with the Cardinals. Right, now, you've, you've been scolded on that. Well, not, not, at, <laughs> not at this number. Like <laughs> Taking three up to nine? Uh, yeah. Well, was it three or was it three and a half? I got scolded. Either one. Either I, got, one. I got threatened. Physically, uh, that's funny. Uh, but uh, no, I, you know it's worked though. <laughs> but two and a half up, up, you know, teasing this situation um, uh, well, a little bit more discipline. Well, it may get to two and a half, yeah. and then you then you could uh, be okay and mm-hmm. and tease it up. And I certainly don't think that's a bad play. Yeah. All right, the Rams at the Chiefs. <laughs> another beauty here. Uh, what a doozy this one is. The Rams are at three and seven. They've lost four in a row. Matthew Stafford is out at quarterback. Kansas City came back with less than two minutes to go last Sunday night in Los Angeles to beat the Chargers. They moved to 8-2 and two on the season, and they take a three-game lead in the AFC West division. Over the summer, when this was expected to be a good contest, the Chiefs were made three-point favorites. The look-ahead line came out at Chiefs 10.5, and, and when it opened earlier this week, the Chiefs were 14.5-point favorites, and it has since been bet up <laughs> as high as 16. Absolutely amazing. What do you do with this one, well, Mike? Uh, the consensus number now 15.5 with a total of 42.5. Yeah, don't lay double digits, um, and... Kansas City doesn't cover. That's <laughs> so, true, too. Uh, definitely staying away from that. Uh, and taking the points, I mean, I, McVay is in for world hurt. You know, when, when things happen for the first time ever, they seem to continue. It's the right? first time he's ever lost four in a row. Right, so he's going to lose five in a row. Yeah, right. <laughs> I mean, 
it, Mahomes is playing at an MVP level right now. Uh, he, he tops the league in passing yards, passing touchdowns, uh, passes of 20-plus yards. I mean, uh, Kansas City, the psyche, the, the mentality that they have right now, the confidence is at a fever pitch, AFC Championship game going. They're not going to lose this game, uh, but I, I can't find a way to bet it, right? Yeah, I, I had a tough time as mm-hmm. well. I'll tell you what. Um, not only are the Rams bad, but they're not meeting expectations either. Mm-hmm. They are a league worst two seven and one against the spread. The Chiefs are four and zero in games that they have trailed at halftime. That is tops in the league. They're averaging a league high forty point six yards per possession, while Los Angeles is averaging twenty six point one yards per drive. That is thirtieth in the league. Kansas City seven and zero against the number in the last seven games in this series with Los Angeles. This one's intriguing, though, Mike. You said uh, Kansas City's going to win this game, right? The largest Super Bowl defending champ as an underdog in the last 42 years was the Eagles, catching 18 points against the Rams back in 2018. Philadelphia won that game outright, 30-23. to 23. Wow. So we're saying there is a chance. Yeah, well, I mean. <laughs> I just don't see it happening. Yeah, starting quarterback or no starting quarterback? In that? Right, right, yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, the Rams are – Aaron Donald, where has he gone? You know, he talked about retiring. Remember that? He wanted money. Wanted loot. Stafford, is he going to retire? He might. He should. I mean, yeah, I, uh, yeah. I, I, I don't know why you're going to suffer concussions like this. What are you doing? Um, here's a nugget for you. Though. I mean, for Survivor, even um, the Chiefs are 25 and 0, and the teams passed 25 games in November and December. Yeah, I know. Dating back to 2019. Uh, it, it is, but they don't cover though. But, nope. you know, for Survivor or whatever contest, I mean, uh, yeah, I, Mahomes is playing lights out, too. I talked about earlier taking the uh, Houston Texans as a possible contrarian play, mm-hmm. and I think you can make some cases against Miami. Coming out of the bye, will they stumble for a minute, you know, before they get it together? They've got three games on the road coming up. Uh, they've got San Francisco on deck, possible look-ahead situation. But I, I can't make a case at all to yeah. back the Rams here. And, and it wouldn't surprise me if they stay in the number. But I, I tell you what I came up with as far as any bet that if I was forced to make it, and again, our pro tip at the top of the hour was you don't have to bet every game, and mm-hmm. I'm not going to bet this game. But if you made me do it, I think I would take a look at the over. Right. I, I think Kansas City will get into the high 20s, possibly the low 30s, and I think the Rams somehow find a way to get to 13 or 14 points. So if I had to, I might look at going over 42. Yeah, because Spags defensively is not going to do things you know, late in the game. Uh, the Rams will look at a vanilla defense, that kind of thing. Yeah, and their defense is susceptible. Sure, sure, and they, they can score. The young guys in the corner. So, yeah, an over situation um, looks attractive, 42 and a half. Uh, right there in that matchup, uh, high octane. And the, the mindset, too, for the Chiefs, meaning that, okay, the AFC Championship goes through Arrowhead. They're not going to let up in this game. It's not going to be a letdown situation. They might not play their best game. Uh, but, I, yeah, I fully expect the Chiefs to win this one, though. Well, the other thing is they might get out to a big league at half. Mm-hmm. And Patrick Mahomes, you know, I was thinking about this game and handicapping it. He, he might not even play the entire game. They might pull him in the third quarter or something. I mean, this, yeah. it, the game could be that ugly. Well, typically, Andy Reid and, and that staff will, will sit their players the last game if they know what they have mm-hmm. in hand. Um, but, yeah, that would be interesting, though, if they do pull him from this game, though. We will see. 15-and-a-half, 16-point favorites are the Kansas City Chiefs. I think we might have an interesting one coming up next. We'll go to Santa Clara for the Saints visiting the 49ers.
This is the Pro Football Blitz on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Calling all soccer fans to lace up your cleats with Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook. With the World Cup in full swing, now's the perfect time to check out Bet Rivers. Log into Bet Rivers every single match day and get a free $10 bet when you place a wager of at least $25. Bet Rivers has all the latest odds, lines, and boosts to create the perfect match day experience. Head to betrivers.com or download the Bet Rivers app today to get in on the action. It's a whole new game. Welcome back to the Pro Football Blitz. Brady Cannon and Mike Pritchard with you. A few more games to preview, and then we will roll into the football contest show where we will reveal the top selections for Circa Survivor and Circa Million. We'll be joined by our friends from Circa Sports, Derek Stevens, Mike Palm, and Jeffrey Benson. But first things first here, the Saints at the 49ers. And we have a tweet uh, from David Lombardi. He covers the 49ers for The Athletic. And I personally think the guy does a really good job. He tweeted this out on Wednesday, and it caught my attention. Uh, Quote, I've never seen the 49ers locker room as festive on a normal practice day as just now. That includes 2019. This team is in a very good mood. End quote. And, Mike, this had me immediately thinking Saints and the points in this game. (laughs) The 49ers are fat and happy right now. They're coming off their convincing win on Monday night over the Cardinals. The whole world got to see this team up and close and how they made easy work of the Arizona team. Ever since, the buzz has just been about San Francisco and how they're going to go to the Super Bowl and they'd be favored over the Eagles and they're favored over the Cowboys. And I just think this team and this point spread in the wink of an eye has become very inflated. I wonder what your thoughts are. San Francisco laying nine here with a 43 as your total. Well, I I make no bones about it. I mean, I'm pretty high on the 49ers. I got them in the Super Bowl. Bill's 49ers Super Bowl. That was my prediction in our NFL betting guide. And um, that was even with Trey Lance. You know, I, I think... Uh, the 49ers have gotten to the situation where Jimmy Garoppolo understands the playbook now. Uh, Garoppolo was not involved with this team at all, even mm-hmm. through training camp. And, and injured. And, and injured, so it took some time to kind of change the playbook back to what Jimmy G knows. And uh, he executed at a high level, I thought, uh, against the Cardinals there in Mexico City. But one of the things that he executed with was in the phone booth, though. Mm-hmm. Did you notice the dink and dunk nature of the offense? Oh, yeah, he gets rid of it very quickly. That was by design. Uh, when you had those type of weapons, everything San Francisco did in that game called it out during the week uh, here at VEASAN about what they were going to do with their running backs. They're going to line them up, and then they're going to move them to receivers. Uh, they're going to change. Uh, Cardinals were going to change their defense. Okay, they're going to bring the receivers back in the, in the, in the backfield. They're going to be running backs. Now you're too light. So everything uh, happened in that game. I was happy with the teaser situation, though. Uh, with the 49ers now, it's going to show up. Uh, and so if you're, if you're the Saints, and I was thinking about this with Dennis Allen, you can sit at about 10 to 15 yards on stuff, right? And, and you should dare Jimmy Garoppolo to throw the ball deep against you. Mm-hmm. Absolutely yeah. dare yeah. him to do that. Because he can throw it underneath all day long. But he's inaccurate throwing it uh, vertically, right? Correct. Uh, so I think the Saints have a chance in this one from that regard, for getting inside the number. I think the 49ers will win. Uh, but I, you can discount the, the victories, too, if you look at the Saints. I mean, the 49ers uh, surging, but, you know, the three games they're, that they've won, they, they've lost to what, to the Bears? They lost to the Broncos? They lost to the Falcons? And, and I know what they were going through. They've they beaten one team with a winning record, I believe, so far uh, on, on their 6-4 and four record. And then you look at the Saints, difficult, difficult team, too, uh, the handicap 
Uh, but one of the things that stood out as I was looking at the Saints uh, is that their second half points have been impressive. Mm-hmm. Um, they're averaging almost 13 points a game uh, in the second half. Uh, and, and, you know, I think that's ranks fourth in the National Football League. So even with Andy Dalton going outside, out of the dome, uh, with a young player in Alave who's coming on really, really strong, uh, getting healthier too offensively, uh, the points situation here with the Saints uh, is an attractive side to me. Well, you remember last week the Niners traveled to Colorado Springs to practice in the elevation. Mm-hmm. It was unseasonably cold. They right. had to move one of their practice sessions indoors. Their whole schedule did not go as planned. And then they traveled to Mexico City, even higher elevation. I have to believe that was a tough week and took a little bit of a toll on this team. And here they are right back after it again on Sunday in Santa Clara. In addition, we've talked about the Miami Dolphins. They have San Francisco coming up. Of course, San Francisco knows about the Miami Dolphins. That's got their attention. They're a very good team. Mike McDaniel, Jeff Wilson, Raheem Mostert, all those guys coming back to San Francisco. Uh, the 49ers are 2-11 and against the spread as non-division home favorites of six points or more. And they are 1-6 and against the number when going against non-division opponents with a sub-400 record. New Orleans, by the way, 0-4 against the number on the road this season. New Orleans is getting healthy, though, Mike. Mm-hmm. You've got Marshawn Lattimore, uh, Cam Jordan, Andrews Pete, Trevor Penning, the very good rookie offensive lineman, Marcus Davenport. It looks like all these guys are going to be able to go. And I'm with you. I've got the 49ers winning the game, but I could see them stubbing their toe just a little bit. I think everything's been elevated a little bit too high. Uh, Yeah, I'd like to see them go to the Super Bowl as well, but this particular game, the point spread is the great equalizer. Um, I don't think they blow the Saints out. I think a three to six point Niners victory is likely. Yeah, yeah. You know, you look at the the 49ers, you know, uh, defense hasn't given up a point. In the second half of the last three games. Three games in a row. Three games in a row. They haven't given up a point. But again, you you have the Saints offense that, again, uh, almost 13 points uh, per game in the second half. So uh, I I like those chances right there. They had 17 second half points against the Rams uh, last week. The back door may be wide open Mm -hmm. in Santa Clara. The Packers at the Eagles Sunday night football. And despite the Packers' struggles and the Eagles' early dominance this season, it is interesting to look at the strength. Of each team's opponents, the Packers have played the Vikings, the Buccaneers, the Patriots, the Giants, the Jets, the Commanders, the Bills, and the Titans. While the Eagles have faced the Lions, the Jaguars, the Cardinals, the Steelers, the Texans, and the Colts, Green Bay is on extra rest after being beaten handily last Thursday by the Tennessee Titans. Philadelphia, they had to come back to squeak by the Colts 17-16 to last Sunday in Indianapolis. Sunday night football, as I mentioned, Mike, Eagles at home laying 6.5 with a total of 46.5. Yeah, what's starting to happen for the Packers, uh, the Packers wanted it to happen a lot sooner, and that's the emergence of the younger talent. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, Christian Watson has been phenomenal. Dobbs is still banged up, uh, but it might be a little too late, though, for the Packers, even though Watson has emerged uh, as that player, I, I think Aaron Rodgers uh, looks comfortable with him, too. We'll see more volume, I think, uh, to Christian Watson. Uh, we'll, we'll see what he's made of, too, going up against that secondary for the Eagles. Um, I, a little bit too late, though. I mean, the Eagles should win this game. Uh, the number is six and a half. We just showed that, right? Six and a half. Um, look, teaser situations all over the place for the Eagles, in my opinion. Um, I, I think offensively, Without Dallas Goddard, they, they have to adjust. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think A.J. Brown has been banged up more than what the Eagles are suggesting. That He's a bigger body guy, too, and he's got that ankle situation. He's, he's not as fluid as he was uh, earlier this year. So 
the Eagles are adjusting. You know, they got bailed out last week because of Jalen Hurts and his running ability. Uh, the Packers, you know, we, we saw them exposed to a certain level, not being that physical as a, of a defense, and that's really hurt them. Uh, I, I want to side with the Packers in the points, but I can't. I, I would rather play the Eagles on a teaser. Nearly 18% of all plays run against Green Bay have come from inside the red zone. That is the highest rate in the league. And the Eagles, meanwhile, are fourth in red zone offense. The Packers are 13th in red zone defense. The Packers have scored on 29% of their drives. That is ahead of only the Denver Broncos. Nearly 83% of the touchdowns scored by the Packers have come via passing. That is the highest rate in the league. Philadelphia is the second-ranked passing defense in the league and number one in defensive passer rating. Mm -hmm. Uh, Nearly 55% of the Eagles' touchdowns have come via rushing. That's third in the league. Green Bay ranks 25th in rushing defense. Philadelphia owns the league's sixth-best rushing attack. Now, the trends favor Green Bay as the Eagles have lost three straight games against the number. The Packers are 8-2 against the spread when coming off of a Thursday game. The Eagles are 3-8 against the number when facing a team coming off of a Thursday game. And then finally, Aaron Rodgers, 10-1, and straight up and against the spread as an underdog when coming off of a straight-up loss as a favorite. My numbers come to Eagles minus 10.5, Eagles minus 6.5, and and Eagles minus 10. I, like you, Mike, I played Philadelphia in a teaser, taking them down to just a half-point favorite, but uh, I have seen people on the Packers here catching nearly a touchdown, and I'm not going to argue with it. No. I I think it is uh, a little beefy as far as the spread. It is beefy. Um, And, you know, Aaron Rodgers is not the same Aaron Rodgers. I get that uh, broken thumb and all, but uh, the emergence of of Christian Watson could fire him up, I think. Uh, It should. He's been great. I I loved watching that kid. Oh, Absolutely. I liked him uh, at North Dakota State, and I thought he could have been a first-rounder, but it doesn't matter. Green Bay's got him. Um, first Packers rookie since Max McGee to score two-plus receiving touchdowns in back-to-back games. Max <laughs> McGee, 1954. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's a long time ago, yeah. Uh, so, But, no, he, I, I think he's emerging, in, which obviously, you know, if Dobbs could be healthy, uh, this was, was the plan for the Packers, that these young pups were going to at, at some point mature – uh, and start to produce. But I, I think it's a little too late now, though. Big stage, Sunday night football. Mm-hmm. Aaron Rodgers is a dog. That's usually when he comes through. We will see. Uh, I do like both Mike and I like Philadelphia on a teaser. We come back and we wrap up the program with a look at the Monday nighter, the Steelers visiting the Colts. We'll be right back with more on the Pro Football Blitz. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah! 
Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think he could have took it all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i could have took it all but i think i would have shocked a lot of people i think kobe and everybody in their prime kobe would win a one-on-one contest yeah yeah because you gotta think he's gonna guard he don't care about guarding He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. This is the Pro Football Blitz on VSIN, the sports betting network. The VSIN Cyber Monday deal is on now. Sign up today to become a VSIN Pro subscriber, and you'll get a daily recap of the top plays made by VSIN show hosts and guests. Tools like our betting splits that let you see where the money and the bets are moving for every game. Deep dive daily betting reports, plus our upcoming College Bowl and Super Bowl betting guides. New VSIN Pro annual subscribers get a $30 credit to the VSIN store. The VSIN store is a great place to shop for VSIN sports betting hats, shirts, mugs, and other great gear. Hurry, this is a limited time offer. For Cyber Monday, so sign up now for the perfect sports betting holiday gift at vcin.com slash subscribe. One more game to go, the Monday Nighter, Michael, and it is the Steelers at the Colts, and not a real sexy matchup here at all. You've got the three and seven Steelers visiting the four, six, and one Colts. Both teams coming off of a loss as the Steelers fell at home to the Bengals, and the Colts let a 10-point fourth quarter lead slip away in a 17-16 loss to the Eagles. What are your thoughts, my friend? Colts favored at home here by two and a half with a total of 39 and a half. Well, let's talk about what we know about the Steelers. Very young, got a young quarterback, got young weapons around him. Offensive line, inconsistent offensively. Defensively, they got T.J. Watt back. Uh, I think he, they got a good, they form a good tandem uh, with what they have up front uh, in terms of getting after the passer defensively in the secondary. Uh, pretty solid, okay, right? Underachieving. Minka's back. Minka's back. Uh, underachieving team, though, because of the quarterback dynamic. I mean, anytime you lose a legendary Hall of Fame quarterback, this is going to happen. You're going to mm-hmm. regress yeah. as a football team. Now, the thought was Pickett, the draft choice of the number one uh, situation, he was going to emerge at some point and become the franchise quarterback in, which I think is possible. I thought last week we saw something for the Steelers that needed to happen, and that was – um, being aggressive on offense. Uh, in Canada, I, I said it during the show last week, 
I thought he was coaching for his future, coming off the bye. There's no reason for you to be highly conservative as an offensive football team with that much talent on mm-hmm. that side of the ball. Yep. Uh, and so at some point, you got to let it fly. And they did. Uh, they scored 30 points uh, against a familiar opponent, the Cincinnati Bengals. That's, that's a lot of points for Pittsburgh to score offensively. Uh, so I like Steelers in this game. I think they could be on the verge of being different uh, offensively, which they should. Now, Gus Bradley has done a great job with the defense of the Colts, uh, even without their star player. Ben, but don't break. Uh, they're simplistic, though, Brady, and that's not going to fool Pickett. That's not going to scare Pickett either, I don't believe. Uh, if the Steelers can run the ball, which they should be able to uh, at times, I think they can throw the ball vertically. I like the points uh, in the Steelers in the game. The Steelers have scored a touchdown on just over 13% of their drives. That is 30th in the league. The Colts have scored a touchdown on less than 13% of their drives. That is 31st in the NFL. Uh, The Steelers are averaging 27.1 yards per drive. That is 26th in the league. The Colts are averaging 27.9 yards per drive. That is 25th in the league. Uh, Interesting that the Steelers are 8-0-1 against the spread in their last nine games against the AFC South Division. The Colts are 1-6 against the number in their last seven games against the AFC North. Matt Ryan, 14-17-1 straight up and 11-21 against the number as a favorite over the last five years, including 9-13 straight up and 7-15 against the spread as a home favorite. Over the last five years, he's 2-6 against the number on Thursday or Monday night with a touchdown-to-interception ratio of 5-9. to nine. Those eight games, by the way, have all stayed under the total. Mm. Pittsburgh head coach Mike Tomlin, 3-0 and straight up and against the spread versus Matt Ryan. Uh, my numbers come to Colts. My numbers are basically right on here. Numbers okay. come to Colts minus two and a half, Colts minus one, and Colts minus two. And I'm with you, Mike. I played the Steelers on a teaser. Yeah. Got them up to eight and a half. I think it's a low-scoring game, good defenses, poor offenses, and I wouldn't be surprised if the Steelers won it outright. Yeah, because the Colts' issues are still the same, even right. with Saturday. The offensive Yeah, I line. could see Matt Ryan turning it over, yep. T.J. Watt get, you know, getting in his face mm-hmm. and causing problems, disrupting. Um just the offensive line, though. I mean, they're the same issues, uh, and I, I think they've tried to cover them, cover them up because they've put a lot of money into uh, the offensive line situation, but they're, they're just not getting the job done. They can't pass protect, and certainly running the ball uh, has been a challenge, too. And so uh, I like this angle, too. The Steelers, uh, if they lose, would be five games below 500 first time since 1988. Mm. We, we know about the culture of that division. It's a culture division we also know about the culture with the Steelers. And, you know, if you're Tomlin, you're trying to reach these young players, which I think he has. Uh, he's coaching uh, and his staff, his coaching staff, they, they have these group of younger players that they can kind of mold. And, and I think that's going to add energy uh, to that coaching staff too. So uh, I, I like it. There's uh, so many angles to like with the Steelers in this matchup and just the issues persisting uh, on the side of the Colts. I kind of wonder if the Jeff Saturday honeymoon is over. You know, I oh, mean, yeah. he came on the scene, and we know he was going to be a rah-rah motivational mm-hmm. type guy, and they got the win on the road at Las Vegas. And then, you know, they played a pretty darn good game against the Eagles last week, but they eventually showed that they just can't handle a, a superior opponent. Mm-hmm. And, and they were exchanging touchdowns for field goals, and, you know, they, they weren't able to get there. And I wonder if that was kind of the last gasp uh, for Jeff Saturday, and this week they kind of go back to being the Colts again, and we see the Steelers. And I know the Steelers aren't any great shakes, but right. 
Um, I, I could see that defense really causing havoc for the Colts offense. For a younger team, I mean, it looks like the Steelers could present the possibility of getting better throughout the year, whereas mm-hmm. the Colts, they're not, they're not that young team. They're veteran-laden, and now you've added Jeff Saturday, and he's not an X's and O's guy. He's not going to fix the schemes, or, right. or he's not going to um, you know, feature certain personnel or matchups that you might have for your advantages. That's for the other coaches. Remember, they they don't have an offensive coordinator. They they elevated some guy. I forgot his name already. Yeah. That called plays. Um, he was an assistant quarterback coach, I think, and and now he's starting to call plays. And he, look, does is he savvy enough? I don't even know his name. Is he savvy enough though, as a coach, to change up his tendencies and all that stuff that you have to do this time of year? No, he's going to call plays out there. And I, I think defensively, though. Parks Frazier, thank you so much for that. <laughs> uh, Parks Frazier. Uh, yeah, I, I think he would have been a coordinator a long time ago if, if he had the talent to be one. Uh, assistant quarterbacks coach, and uh, you, you think of just about what has happened, transpired with the Colts offensively, and it, it continues. And so I think there's an opportunity for the Steelers to improve uh, and therefore catching points uh, two and a half year or a teaser, like you mentioned. All right, let's run down the board here and go over what we like, what we've played. Uh, Baltimore and Jacksonville, uh, I played the Ravens on a money line play there. Um, I know you kind of lean towards the Baltimore mm-hmm. side. Uh, Denver and Carolina, I, I think we both kind of like the Panthers we in do. this situation. Yep. Yeah, the Panthers uh, catching points. I have them on a teaser up to plus seven and a half. You can still find that in a couple of places. Uh, Atlanta and Washington, I know we both like the dog here. The mm-hmm. Atlanta Falcons catching at least four points. There are a couple of three-and-a-halves out there, so you may want to move on that one quickly. Uh, Tampa Bay and Cleveland, no play for me here on uh, a side. Uh, and, and I don't have a play in the total either, but I would lean that direction. I would lean over. Over 42. Yeah, absolutely lean over. I know weather is involved in that game, but uh, Tom Brady has played in weather uh, his entire career. Yeah, and uh, I don't think the Cleveland defense can stop anybody, Mm -hmm. and they can score as well. Might be a decent game there. Uh, Supposed to be windy, rainy, and cold in Cleveland. Uh, Cincinnati and Tennessee, I think we both like the underdog here. Mm -hmm. The Tennessee Titans looking for playoff revenge. They are catching a point or a point and a half. I have them teased up to plus seven and a half as well. Houston and Miami, uh, no play for either of us here, Mike, but if I had to do anything, I would take the fourteen. Oh, okay. I mean, if you yeah, made me if, you, if I yeah, if I twisted your arm and yes. all that, put you in a vice grip or something, and said, uh, "Brady, you have to make a play." Okay, okay. <laughs> I would probably yeah. take the fourteen. I just couldn't go another way, and I think there's reason to believe that Miami will start a little slow yeah. in this game, and yada yada yada. Um, but I do not have an official play in that game. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see, Chicago and the Jets. This is another one that we did our pro tip. Uh, you know, you don't have to bet every game. There's so much uncertainty involved in this one and, and, and so much line movement as well. Uh, so nothing really for either of us here as this has now moved to Jets by seven. Mm-hmm. Uh, Las Vegas and Seattle, you and I are simpatico on this one as well. We've got the Raiders catching four points, uh, maybe making it two wins in a row for the silver and black. Yeah, I, I, it's a good opportunity for the Raiders. And I mean, if they discovered anything about themselves, put Derek Carr in a two-minute situation uh, let him operate that way uh, with the sense of urgency, and, and you'll you'll be more productive uh, as an offense out there against that Seattle defense. Uh, Chargers and uh, Cardinals in Arizona, no real conviction either way for either one of us here in that one. Uh, you do kind of like possibly teasing the Cardinals mm-hmm. up in that one if you can mm-hmm. get the right number there. 
Uh, KC and the Rams, of course, nothing really. Uh, and that one, I think, if again, if we had to make a play, we both kind of like the over. Uh, we both lean with the Saints catching the points. Yep. Uh, we both teased Philadelphia down and both tease, both like a teaser on the Pittsburgh Steelers. Mm-hmm. That is going to do it for the Pro Football Blitz. Stick around, everybody. Coming up next, it is the football contest show. We reveal the selections for Circa Survivor and Circa Million. Want to say thanks to our crew, uh, Brian Ortega, our producer, Sean McCollum on the audio. Want to say thanks to Dr. Bo- uh, Dr. Bob Sports, Sharp Football Analysis, and Mark Lawrence with Playbook Sports for providing some of the content we reference here on the show. And thank you, Mr. Pritchard. Thank you to our audience. Stick around. We will be right back with more in just a moment. The Football Contest Show, coming up next. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. We are the voice of NASCAR. The green flag is in the air, and we are underway. The great American race. The Motor Racing Network. NASCAR Cup, Xfinity, and Craftsman Truck Series Racing. Live on your hometown radio station and MRN or NASCAR.com. Martinsville, Talladega, the Chicago Street Course. We have the side-by-side action, and last lap passes for the win. Photo finishes. Ryan Blaney will win. The voice of NASCAR, the Motor Racing Network work.